Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. The journey through this life has many seasons and varying terrain of emotions. There are rivers to cross, valleys to walk through, mountains to climb, deserts to endure, and oceans to travel across. Through every season, changes occur. In the rainy season, the once fertile refreshing plains become dangerous flooding terrain. Mountains of splendour and grandeur can in times of high winds become cliff faces of slippery slopes and dangerous drops. The times and the tides of calming seas can become relentless raging storms. The wilderness can be turned into a fertile place of provision and plenty. All through the Bible and this life are true stories of how God is there in every season and in every circumstance. Today we will begin a two-part series titled Mountains and Valleys. We will go back in time where philosophers reasoned, the religious built altars, government officials passed laws, mythology and legend controlled beliefs, and many gods were formed by humanity. Power was seized by force, and pride blinded the eyes of many. Yet in amongst it all was the one constant, the God of the mountains, who is the God of everywhere. He was there, reaching into the hearts and minds of all who were willing. Turn with me to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 17, verses 22 to 31. Then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. Nor is he worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord, in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of our own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly, 
These times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Paul stood in the midst of the people and revealed to them the unknown God, the unknown God who is Lord of all, who created the heavens and the earth and all things good. He is the God who is everywhere. The God who created something out of nothing. He did not need to create and does not need to be worshipped or served, for he is God who is self-existing and self-sustaining. He has no need of anything. He is the Eternal One who was and is and is to come. Unlike the gods of myths, legends and religions that are made by humanity, God cannot be confined to a particular place or be controlled or manipulated into doing something that humanity wanted. He did not need to create us yet chose to create us, because he so loves. He does not need to be loved, as he himself is love. And within himself, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit live in a perfect love relationship of equal love, perfect love, selfless love, same love. Yet because he so loves, he desires us. He desires to be with us, and us to be with him. Safe and secure, free, with him for all eternity. The Lord of heaven and earth does not live in temples or sacred buildings made with human hands. He makes his home within everyone who receives him. Yes, he dwells in the heavens, yet is present on earth within each one who says yes to him. He is the God of everywhere and everyone. Regardless of people's response, God always was, always is, and always will be. He is the God of the heavens and the God of the earth. He is the God of the mountains and the God of the valleys. He is the God of the mountain on which Paul stood and addressed the men of Athens. We cannot limit God or reduce him to our thoughts, knowledge, imagination, desires or needs. Unlike humanity, he is perfect. He always was and will be the eternal one who created We are finite beings who can create something from something. Only God is eternal, above space and time, and only he can create something out of nothing. He is the giver and sustainer of life itself, and out of his great love created male and female equal equal, to care for and enjoy with him his perfect world, to be with him to walk with him in the cool of the evening in the garden. 
and from the first man and woman comes every tribe and nation. Each one is unique, yet each one equal. Together, individually and collectively, God's heart's desire is to live in a relationship of love and equality with us, where we would always be with him, fill the whole earth and live together with him forever. Yet humanity's history is filled with the times of rebellion, fear, shame, pride, and in ignorance, search for him in all the wrong places. As a result of humanity choosing to be one with good and evil, we became trapped in fear, selfish desires, and the lies of the evil one. But God is greater and continually pursues each one in love. In his amazing grace, out of his great love, he blesses both the righteous and the unrighteous. He continues throughout the ages to make himself available to us. Anyone genuinely seeking him will find him, as he is not far away from anyone. In a moment in human history, God sent the ultimate expression of himself and humanity in Jesus the Son. God himself became one of us. Born of spirit, he lived, suffered, died, rose from the dead, and is ascended on high. He did all this so all who are willing can be born of spirit, be one with him, and live in the victory of all he has done for us. Simply put, he did all this so that we could receive and believe. In Jesus, a new age has dawned. There is salvation from the negative forces and eternal consequences of humanity's selfish desires. Salvation available to all. Freedom from oppression, inequality and eternal death. We live in this age now. And now more than ever is the time for the truth about God and humanity to be declared to the ends of the earth. His truth of love, justice, transformation, and freedom. For his truth to be heard in the mountains, where the idols of humanity have been formed and religious altars built, in the places of sacrifice and worship, victory and defeat. Let his truth be heard in the mountains of humanity's empires, where they have come and gone throughout history and time. In the mountains of inequality and oppression, where the hurting, the vulnerable and the lost have fled and sought refuge. Let his justice roll on like a river to the ends of the earth. His justice, true justice, equal justice directly from the heart of God. Everyone has the right to hear the truth and make an informed choice, whether to receive Jesus and his right to rule and reign or reject Jesus and his right to rule and reign. In rejecting Jesus, sadly they are rejecting their only pathway to salvation, freedom and equality. 
as Jesus declared in the temple when he walked the earth as a man all those years ago. In his coming, the time of healing and restoration of that which has been lost was fulfilled. In Jesus, his kingdom has come on earth, in this world damaged by evil. Only Jesus is the one who brings salvation and deliverance, hope and healing, equality and freedom, peace and harmony. Only Jesus. Only He. God's equality brings freedom for the oppressed and liberty to the captives. Jesus brings all this not only to all humanity, but to his entire creation. The prophet Isaiah was given a very beautiful picture of what this world would look like in such a time. Let us read Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 8. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. Jesus is the rod who was born into the tribe of Judah, the stem of Jesse. His judgments are decided with equity, that is rightness and equality, a perfect justice. As a result of God's justice and his kingdom on earth in Jesus, there is peace and harmony. Where there was once hurt, there is now healing. Where there was once violence, there is now peace. Where there was once inequality in status and power, there is now equality. Where there was once fear, there is now safety. And where there was once hate, there is now love. His kingdom is perfect unity and equilibrium. Where the divisions and differences have been united in his truth, love and power. God himself has made a way for all who are willing to enter in. Because he so loves, he is just and true and gives everyone free choice in this life journey right up until we take our very last breath.
yet time is short. God has appointed a day, a moment in time when Jesus is coming back to judge the empires of humanity, individually and collectively, in justice and truth. His justice is perfect and from the very heart of God. Where God's will is done, and all things in heaven and earth are one in Christ Jesus. Where equality for all and full restoration of how he originally created has occurred. Not only full restoration, but complete renewing, where everything is only good, and evil is totally eliminated, never to be able to be activated again. Until that time, all those who have received Jesus and his right to rule and reign together are the prophetic voice of God, testifying of his truth in his love, transformed by his power, in this world damaged by evil. We testify that he will bring down the mountains and raise up the valleys. Every empire of humanity that has in their own mind elevated themselves above God will be exposed and judged accordingly they will enter into their eternal destiny of their choosing. It was also on the mountain, in amongst the false belief, fears, oppression and abuses of power, that Peter, James and John saw the Son of Man as the Son of God. He was transfigured before them. And in amongst it all, they heard God's voice. And he said, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. They then looked up, and all they saw was Jesus. He is the God of the mountains and the God of the valleys. No matter what season we are in, as we journey through this life, for all who have said yes to Jesus, he is with us intimately and personally, and we in him, to the ends of this age. Let us pray. If you've never received Jesus, now is the time. Time is short and he is coming back and the world will be judged for having rejected him. Be passed from judgment and say yes to Jesus right now. And for all of us who have received Jesus, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are the God of the mountains and the God of the valleys. And no matter where we are in this life journey, no matter the season, you are the one constant, your love, your truth and your power. In you we can trust and in you we rely. We thank you, Father, by your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.